I'm Mark. And I'm Nick. And this is the Letters to Podcast. Season four, guys. Welcome back to the Letters to Podcast. We we're excited and nervous to be back. You know, we we ended our season three. Uh, we ended season three abruptly and early, and and we took in a longer break than intended. Uh, I was still releasing interviews I was doing with people who are in the armed services and uh, several people in the Hispanic community. I was releasing those one-offs and but we both missed the main actual show and we're back and Nick and I aren't excited no they're excited they've presented me with a lot of great ideas that we're, that we're gonna do this this season and a lot of fun and cool changes coming up and speaking of changes Nick can you tell the people one of our biggest changes for this season Right. So we are actually going back to the original lineup of just Marcus and I. Um, Mercedes and Pache, unfortunately, could no longer be with us because they have other projects that they are working on. So it's just become a lot to try and do both. So we wish them all the best. And we're just going to continue on with just Marcus and myself. And we will have guests come on from time to time because we know that you guys love when we have interviews and special guests. So we will continue with that format. But going forward, it will just be Marcus and I. Yes, and we're excited. And and you did um, speak about interviews that we're going to be doing. I actually have a couple planned and booked. Um, you know, last for our last season, I interviewed someone in armed services. I actually invited him to come back to join along with another friend of mine who's also in armed services. Now, my other friend is in a... A higher position. He's actually in charge of a whole company. For those of you who don't know what that means, that means it's pretty much his own unit. He's in charge of his own unit. And he's going to come. They're going to talk. They're going to educate us. I don't know if they're in the same branch or whatever, but we'll we'll figure it out. It's going to be great. And I also have someone else who released their debut single off, out, off their upcoming debut EP. They released it and it was a great song they're gearing up to release their second one in october so i'm trying to like get the get an interview going with us for right after their their second single drops so there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff we have planned and a lot of a lot of guest co-hosts that we have in mind like obviously uh i want johnny to come back because the last episode that he was on with nick was amazing and we love johnny shout out and um he just my my thing is the show must always go on. And the episode with Nick and Johnny was the first time that one of us wasn't on the show and leading it together and leading it with someone else. So and but while we won't have a main third co-host, we will have guest co-hosts who can come in when one of us isn't available and keep the show going, get more perspective, more ideas, more opinions and I think season four is going to be one of our best seasons yet. What about you? I'm I'm feeling the exact same way. I think with just the two of us and then having guests come on from time to time to add a different perspective, I think that's going to be great. You know, that's always been fun component to our show. 
Um, I'm also really excited for all of the topics we're going to discuss and all of the current events that are happening because there's so much going on right now. We're going into another big election year that's ahead of us. So, I mean, the, the Donald Trump trials. I say trials plural because there are a bunch of them coming up. So, I mean, not just that, you know, to already start our pivoting. But out of that whole situation, I I want to find time to talk about Rudy Giuliani. Like, even though he was Republican, and I didn't agree with a lot of his review, a lot of his views as a Republican, but he wasn't just a mayor. He was America's mayor. People, people, the Gen Z kids won't get it, but the millennials and everyone else, mostly millennials, because this is, this was like a like a a pivotal moment in our lives. Ruli Giuliani led this country, not Bush. After 9-11, people were looking at Ruli Giuliani and how he was able to get New York back together and help them move forward after the terrorist attacks. This is Ruli Giuliani, America's mayor, has fallen from grace from fucking Donald Trump. Did you that's see what that's the many, one. Did you see how many people just associated with him ended up in trouble? Like yes. Everyone associated with him, for the most part, is in trouble now. There were a lot of people who, who had their hand in the cookie jar. Yep. And so it's just on that. We gotta follow that. We're gonna be following that. A hundred percent. Just sharing our perspectives on those events as they unfold. Yeah, and then I I want to talk about pop culture stuff like. The Usher and Kiki Palmer drama and 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 all types of other like things that's been good. I, we always want to get back to our fun topics like like music. Yeah. Uh, but Nick also presented an idea to me that I think is just amazing. You know, we talk about music on this show, and we also talked about we had the episode where we talked about um, people who we thought were villains of TV shows that and 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 their character traits. But Nick, you had a great idea that I want you to share so our fans can listen and be excited for it. Yeah, so I've been re-watching a lot of old sitcoms, and one of the sitcoms I'm re-watching is Good Times. And I, we've, I've seen on the internet a couple times where people say that Florida Evans was the main, I guess you could say, antagonist to that show because anytime there was an opportunity for the family to come up into some money and maybe move out of the ghetto. She was just not on board with it or she got in a way and prevented it from happening. So I'm rewatching the series and I'm going to just do a tally of episodes where she's in the way of them, you know, fulfilling their destiny and potentially getting out of the ghetto. Ministry Podcast is now our very own merch store. We have keys, hoodies, and cups, and so much more. Check out our merch store. Link will be in the description below. Thank you, guys. So, that's going to be fun. And that's great, because I see similar um, discussions like that on Twitter, where when people rewatch a movie or rewatch a, a show, and it's like, oh... This is who they want. This is the show's villain, but here's the real villain. And I think, right. And I, I think you brought up, you always bring up, because we talked about this several times, kind of, because we always talk about soul food. And oh, I think yeah. you mentioned, you mentioned that 
and we did the episode about who the actual villain was because you said the whole family was the villain, but yeah. Terry wasn't. Because in the yeah. movie, people people were so mad at Terry. So I'm just I'm happy to take more examples and go into a deep dive because I feel like that happens a lot, and I I don't even think the show itself is intentionally doing that, but it's like you do know who you think is the villain, ain't ain't it? Like. Yeah, like this the story is framed a certain way. So this person may uh, based on how the person the character is written, you think that they are the villain or they, they appear to be the villain of the story, the protagonist, the antagonist. But when you rewatch it and after some time has gone by and you rewatch it, your perspective on things might shift a bit. Cause that's that's what happened with me and Soul Food. Growing up watching Soul Food, yeah, it seemed like Terry was the biggest hater. But after growing up after going to therapy and understanding unhealthy family dynamics, Terry was definitely the the victim in that story. Mm-hmm. I feel like her entire family, you know, they were horrible. They, they were, were horrible people to her. <laughs> even the mama. Even the mama. Yeah, big mama. <laughs> but big mama was like the ringleader of all of that drama. <laughs> So yeah, I, I want to invite more new people in here. I want us to dive yeah. deeper into a lot of the stuff that's been going on with the LGBTQ. There's been a lot of stuff there that's been happening yeah. this past few months. And I have several queer friends who, who said they'd love to be on the show so we can do that. I want us to do more more parenthood videos. I'm, I mean, episodes. I, I love the motherhood and the fatherhood episodes. I want to get back into that. I want us to do that again. I want to... I actually want to do something that requires you to do a little bit of legwork and a little bit of scheduling. And I haven't told you about this yet, mostly because I just thought about it right now. Oh, We've done parenthood videos with moms and dads, but I want to do a sibling episode. A sibling episode? Yes, where you and your sister and your brother come on, you know... I ask you guys a little bit of questions, you get a little stories, and you guys kind of all give your own, pre- like, because I, I want to ask questions and have you guys tell stories, because siblings can grow up in the same house together, mm-hmm. have the same structure, the same parents, but they all experience things differently, differently. and I want to explore that. Oh, that's and definitely why- my siblings. We're always talking about how we... Um, look back on events and remember things differently or yes. things differently. So that I want to dive into that. And why not start with ourselves? So when I want to, you're going to be, you and your siblings are going to be up first. I want to go into that. Cause I, this idea just came to me and I'm just like, well, that'd be amazing. So it's going to be one of those things. Like I said, we have so much planned and we're so excited for season four. It's just yeah. a lot of changes, good and, and onwards and, Upwards is what we're saying. But enough about what's going to be happening down the line. Let's do a little bit of catch up. We have, you haven't heard our voices since February 2023. Uh, a lot has changed. A lot has happened for us since. Uh, for me, uh, I left one logistics job and I'm at another one. The one I'm at now was way better. It's more relaxed, more fun, more of a teamwork environment. Um, I'm off on my own. I have my own apartment, my own space. This is my first time ever living alone. I've never I went from my parents' house to a dorm room with roommates, back to my parents to 
living with my ex-fiance to living with roommates. And now I'm on my own for the first time, which is- Never lived alone before. No, never. This is the first. Wow. My first time being alone. I've been doing this for the last two and a half months. And I thought it was going to be horrible. And I, there's nothing I enjoy more now than to clock off work and to just to come home and just be here with my cat, which is also a new development because I- I historically hate cats. Yeah. But I got this cat and I'm such a fucking I'm <laughs> I'm pussy whipped. This cat has me wrapped around her fucking finger. I What's her few, name? Her name My friend, my I have a friend who she tends to kidnap stray cats off the street and then get them like chucked, checked up and get them shots and all that. And then she rehomes them. So she had the cat for like two weeks. And so she gave it a name. But it's like, it's a Hispanic name and I can't say it. But the first three letters of her name are OBI. So I call her Obi. And she responds. She's like, it. she's chill. And, you know, I'm still shocked, but I love this cat. Like she sleeps with me in the bed and oh, I change her litter box uh, every day. I got her food. I got a little brush. I bought an Apple AirTag with her name on it. Like, I have gone all in crazy gay cat dad. I become one of those people, one of those gays. And um, I, she, had, like, she has me whipped because the other couple days ago, it got super cold in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And she likes to sleep on the ledge of the window and she likes to have the blinds open, the people watch. Because the, yeah. the windows in my room are the only ones that look towards the street. But. Okay. Just having the blinds open isn't good enough for her. She likes the actual window to be up so she can lay against the the screen so she can feel the breeze. Okay. But it got cold. So I'm like, now I'm cold as shit and I'm shivering. So I was like, I'm gonna close the fucking I'm gonna close the window. Right. Twenty minutes later, she is smacking me in the face and meowing and going towards the window. I'm like, this bitch really wants me to open the window. Open the window back and up. And I'm like, it's five o'clock in the fucking morning. And what did that did? I opened the windows and I took my blanket and I took my pillow and I slept on the sofa so she could be in the room cold and comfortable. <laughs> That's who I've become. I went from hating cats to leaving my room to make sure my cat was comfortable. So that that's new development for me. And- Though I haven't been on this podcast, I have been cranking out the Haddonfield Horrors podcast uh, with my other two co-hosts, and we have surpassed 100 episodes, which is amazing. We've been going strong, and at the time of this recording, we're we're working on the, the Saw franchise, so it's it's been pretty good. It's been, I've been busy, you know, a lot of new things have happened, a lot of changes you know relationships with friends romantic relationships my relationship with myself it's all been changing and growing and therapy is amazing because this time last year just being in my own apartment and going through a breakup going through losing friends i would have been in a fucking ball I would have starved myself and haven't done anything, but post therapy, I've been like, deuces, bitch. Like I'm on to the next. I got my own shit going now. And it's been like I still have moments where I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of alone. I'm kind of sad. You know, that happens. That's normal. But 
pre-therapy, I would have been in the, it wouldn't have been a moment. It would have been like my story arc for the rest of the fucking year, <laughs> pretty much. But it, it's just moments and I can get through those moments and I, therapy works. So that's what's been new with me. What's been new with you? Whew. Well, I'm in the process of changing jobs, still working as a project manager, but not at the company that I was previously working at. So that's been exciting. I've been using some of this free time to take to study for my certifications because I've been wanting to do a couple professional certifications. So I've been using my free time for that and trying to get back to working out consistently because I, I kind of fell off a couple months ago and I haven't been as consistent with my workouts. So I want to get back to doing that. And I'm going into my second year of being on my own in my own place. And that's been really exciting. So I haven't thought about getting any pets though. I know that that something my mom always says, or my grandmother, she's like, don't you want to get a dog? And I'm, I'm not a dog person. I'm definitely not a cat person. I'm allergic to cats, but I don't know if I even want to have a to have a pet in this house because it's not as big as I'd like it. And I would love for my if I did get a dog to for the dog to have a backyard to play in. I don't have a backyard, so I'm allergic to cats too. But yeah, I was gonna ask you, aren't you allergic to cats? I am, but I'm also allergic to dogs. And when I looked at my parent, my parents have my parents have a dog that I'm, I love and. I noticed that when I lived there with the dog, my uh, my reaction to her was minimum, pretty much non-existent. But since I haven't lived there in over six years, whenever I do go back, I get out uh, my my eyes swell up, I get the runny nose, all of that, because I'm not there with her constantly. So I thought, you know, if I'm around a cat for a extended period of time, my allergy would get better, which it has. Like I, with her, it's just fine. Now I was cat sitting with for my friend who gave me her. And my cat plus like three other cats, I was fucking dying. Like it was too much. But like one cat, good. She's chill. And she's a black cat, y'all. You know, I'm raising her to be black. <laughs> we don't do that table shit. Not around here. Don't be on my counters. She know better. She tried yeah. that shit when she first got here, but now she know. That's why I don't play that. I don't really want pets because I don't want my house to be trashed. I'm afraid that like that that I'll have to constantly clean up behind them. They'll be knocking things over. So yeah, you know that's what I was afraid. I saw a lot of cat videos of cats just being dickheads, just knocking shit over. But she don't do that. Like she she go to her litter box. I got I I spent money. I got her a little running water fountain because they like running water. I got a gravity feeder, so she's very chill. Like all her toys are in one. I re rearranged my entire living room so it could be better for her. That's I did that. And to be honest, when I go in my living room, I'm like, hey, she too fucking quiet. She doing something. And I'll go in my living room and she's just like on the sofa laid out. And I'm like, okay, you good. You chill. <laughs> but what, else, what else is new with you? Um, That's pretty much it. Like my life has been pretty quiet. I did go to the Beyonce concert a couple, you know, Oh, it was actually about a month, a little over, uh, well, not two full months, but at the end of July, she had came to Chicago, got to see her. 
Um, I did see Barbie and Oppenheimer. I did a double feature last week. That was fun and exhausting. <laughs> I love, I, I like Barbie. I did too. I don't like Will Ferrell. I could have done without Will Ferrell, but I like Barbie. Will Ferrell, and then and I didn't look at the cast to see who all was in there beforehand. So I went into Barbie blind, aside from knowing um, the main characters. You know, I knew, Robbie. I knew, I knew Will Ferrell was in it. Unfortunately, Will I knew about Marco Robbie. Marco, I knew yeah. about all three. I knew about all three Kens because the Black Ken is going to be the new Doctor Who. So I was excited about that. Oh. Yep, he's going to be the first black and queer actor to play the Doctor Who character. And it's been around for 60 years. So this is like a huge, huge thing. So I was excited to see him in a movie. But I don't, I didn't know America Ferrer was in it. And that's my girl. I, you know, I did know America Ferrer was going to be in it because I, I was thumbing through social media and her monologue came up that was in the film. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. I didn't watch it, but I was like, this is. I didn't. Be- I didn't know what it was. So I was. I was. I didn't want to watch it at that point. I wanted to wait to the movie to see it. When she popped up on screen, I was like, nah, my, I, I love that girl. She's got to kick it up on Disney Channel. All right, it's yeah. a long relationship. Real ones know. <laughs> I'm not just an ugly baby girl. All right, got to kick it up was my shit. The sisterhood of traveling pans. You know, it's been a long connection with America Forever. That, that's my girl. Yeah. But yeah, Barbie was a good movie. Oppenheimer, I love a good biopic, but that shit was too long. And then, you know, long. Yeah. I got why they didn't show the bomb, but it's like, I don't think I wanted to see that. I don't want to see it either. And I, I knew, I went into Oppenheimer knowing what the story was going to be about because I, I love history. I love documentaries. But yeah. I didn't know how they were going to play it out. So seeing, I would, I think I would have felt some kind of way if they would have showed the bomb. You just like the gore of it all? No, I, I didn't want to see the bomb. I didn't because it's like oh. I've seen so many, do- I've seen so many documentaries and I've seen so yeah. many pictures of like actual vi- of, of victims and the, they they're. The cast off shadows of the dead people, you can go to Japan and still see them there. Like they're still imprinted in the ground. So it's just like, oh wow, that's also you don't want to offend the Japanese audience who you want to come and watch this movie because I wouldn't have gone to see that. I think what I liked the most about the movie was seeing the moral dilemma that the scientists that some of the scientists had with making, creating this bomb. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying, you know, throughout the movie, how something like that can, will end wars or end and will create peace because people will be afraid of you actually use, using something with that, you know, magnitude. And knowing how devastating it can be how devastating it actually was to Japan after, you know, the Hiroshima and Nagasaki were bombed. I think seeing the human, the human response to that, the moral dilemma of creating that type of technology was really, was really fascinating. And then what Mm -hmm. happened um, after the, you know, technology was used successfully and, you know, they got what 
the government got he what they kicked, wanted. He was kicked out of that exclusive club. He was yeah. name was cast. And I was happy to know about the man who ruined his career, then essentially got his career ruined. And I think he went to prison or something like that. But I'm glad revenge was swift. Yeah. Definitely want to do more research now after seeing that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good biopic and I I don't know it just I that also speaking of movies I've been going to movies alone I had never gone to a movie by myself before and I saw Barbie alone I saw Oppenheimer alone I saw Mission Impossible alone I just been enjoying I've been enjoying my own company and yeah. I have never felt that way before and I don't know this is just I just been in this new place and I'm glad to share all a lot of my thoughts and opinions on things have changed based off, you know, I feel like I've changed and grown so much since the last time we're on this show that my views on things have changed. So I can't wait to share these new views with everyone. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Also follow us on Twitter at Letters2Media and on Instagram at Letters underscore podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm excited yeah. to hear those. I, I, I still get a little crazy. I tend to go on rants when I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to try not to get high this season before recording because um, I think I went on a rant a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago about... I was mad because a man wanted some cereal. <laughs> mm. Wait, so the man you were talking about earlier, is that the one who wanted cereal? Yes, I, I was so mad. I was oh, so oh. he it was like two o'clock in the morning. We had we were like two and a half blunts deep. And he was like, Damn, you ain't got no cereal. I mean, you ain't got no milk. I'm like, what do I need milk for? I buy milk when I'm cooking. And he was like, Well, I was gonna get some, I was gonna go puff some cereal. So I guess I'll just go both go puff both. And I just went off on him. I was like, you are 26 years old at your big age. At your big age, you want to eat cereal? You can't make an egg? You can't make an omelet? I, he, he looked at me like I was fucking crazy because I was. And I was like, damn. I go to my Snapchat and I didn't went off on Snapchat about how I'm people. <laughs> if your man eats cereal at his big age, call the cops. Leave him. I'm <laughs> You was so pressed. I was like, let me not eat no cereal tomorrow. Because <laughs> so many people slid up like, damn, niggas can't eat cereal. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was high. Don't don't listen to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't pay me no mind. I'm so sorry. But other than that, I did forget to mention that um I'm starting my realtors course soon. I've been procrastinating. Mostly because I'm nervous because once I start, I'm in. And I've been something that I've been thinking about for a while. I'm getting my um, realtor's license, you know, to get a side hustle. And I've been thinking about it since the pandemic, actually. And then at my current job, a few of the people who work there, they're all in the real estate business. And I was like, this just seems like a sign. That, you know, I'm around these people, so I should probably do it. And I mentioned it to them. They're like, oh, yeah, do it. And when you're ready to take a test, we'll sponsor you. You can do an internship with us. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, this is a, this is where I needed to be. This is what I needed. And 
I'm starting off as just a leasing. I'm, I'm trying to get my leasing um, agent license first. Cause I think I wanted to do that. I'm like, I don't want to have to just, I don't want to just hop right into trying to sell houses. I feel like I need to be a leasing agent first, plant myself in the industry. I can learn a lot by leasing that I can apply to when I'm trying to, trying to sell houses. You know, I can learn and grow and get experiences. So then I can then go and get my real, get my, um, my seller, my buyers and sellers license. And then I can be more prepared. Mm. That sounds good. I'm walking before I run is basically what I'm saying, people. <laughs> I was thinking of doing that too. That's been on my that's been on my potential to-do list uh for the last couple of years, becoming a realtor on the like as a side business. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily do that full time, but it does seem like it would be a fun and great, you know, opportunity to have. Yeah, because I know one of my managers. He's like he, I, I, he, he says he would do some leasing business probably a couple times a, a a year. Probably sell, try to sell two properties, and he's like, depending on the commissions, he really don't. He he uses that like to cover any. He's like the money he makes from that is his emergency fund. If something happens, he has that emergency fund. So he's like, I do that to keep my emergency fund filled just in case. That's smart. And I think mm-hmm. anytime you can have a skill outside of your regular nine to five, if you are able to monetize that, do it because mm-hmm. it's just gotten so expensive nowadays that just re- relying on one job isn't really enough. Even, you need a side hustle these days. Even people living in, you know, two income households or multiple income households are struggling. So, if if you if you have a skill, if you have an interest or a hobby outside of your, you know, typical nine to five, think about how you can monetize that or earn some extra money on the side. Cause you never know. It could be helpful, could be, you know, useful in the long term. Mm-hmm. You gotta get gotta make sure you're setting yourself up for something good because right. These days, some you, you never know. You never know. And then plus with everyone going on strike and yeah. everything's happening, which I'm I'm good. I'm glad, you know, people and I saw a lot of comments online, people were just like, Oh, why are the actors going on strike that make a lot of money? I'm like, Well, the yeah. big name the big name actors we know make money. But those people who go who have go from episode series to series to do one episode here, two episodes there. The background people like they they not making billions of dollars per episode. They're getting and, they're getting a couple th- thousand dollars per and episode. they they gotta and half of them don't even they gotta make a certain amount of money per year to qualify for health care. Half those actors aren't they don't have any insurance because they don't make that much money. Right. And you know how competitive it is to be an actor or mm-hmm. You Some know, of the big names don't uh, don't make the cut sometimes because they ain't did enough work that year. So it's it's crazy out there. So you know, the, I everyone all the other unions have been going on strike. You know, FedEx was going to strike, mm-hmm. but they came to a deal. Um, I know animators are trying to unionize. Reality TV um, personalities are trying to unionize. I feel like you know this is the year that the unions are like. 
we need we need rights, we need protection. So everyone's trying to get get in unions. And I I'm a I'm very pro union. Why not? People need to be protected. People need to be have someone to serve in their best interests. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. I don't even know. You know, the world has been crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, so many celebrities have died in the last few months since we've been off. Um, since we've been off, and so many tragedies and just craziness has been happening, and natural disasters and po- policies that that don't make any sense have been put into to law. It's like the laws and the policies that America has been passing the last couple months or so. It's like that the Supreme court has been allowing. It's just like, don't we fight countries because they do stuff like this, that they infringe on their people's rights. And now we're becoming bigger hypocrites because now we're doing the exact same things. I'm like, I just be looking at some of the things that be happening, some of the things that that Republicans and other people be saying. I'm just like, if a mother country said these same statements, y'all be ready. They communists. They're bad. Let's go invade them and get them right. Like, why don't we have that same smoke internally that we have externally? Like, we need to be reevaluated. It's a lot going on. A lot. It is, and we're back to talk about it all. The good, the bad, the fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I missed, I've missed this. I've missed us sitting down and chit-chatting, but I can't wait till we get into something research-heavy and juicy and fun and controversial, a little bit of sad. You know, we cry. We cry every season, so. Right. What's gonna make what's gonna make us cry this time? You know, you, you never know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Wanna say any closing remarks, Nick? Um, other than that, I'm really excited for this upcoming season and we're gonna go hard this year. Bigger and better, you know. I love a good even number. So season four is gonna be amazing. And you know, we 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 don't plan on cutting short this season you know our last season only ran from like like october to like february and we still had a lot more planned but you know things happen so i don't want another short season we're not that far away from 100 so it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun and i'm glad we're all back on this journey and we missed you guys and we hope you missed us too (laughs) tune in next week bye Should we do an intro?